0: This morning, Sydney's COVID outbreak spreads. New alerts for churches and shopping centres. Infections recorded outside the northern beaches. The pink test stays pushed. Sydney gets the green light from Cricket Australia to host the traditional test. Incredible rescue a man found clinging to a marine beacon after his boat ran aground. And big win, the electrician who found a winning lotto ticket sitting in his glove box. This... Here's 7 News with Angie Asimus. Good morning. After days of crisis talks, Cricket Australia has decided the third test between Australia and India will go ahead at the SCG despite concerns over the COVID outbreak. The growing Northern Beaches cluster forced officials to consider keeping players in Melbourne, but the call was made late last night. The SCG will retain the traditional pink test. South Africa's mutated strain of coronavirus is now in Australia. The COVID variant has been found in a returned traveller who arrived in Queensland last week. This will be the first positive case of the South African variant in Australia. They were in hotel quarantine at the time they were tested and they have since been transferred uh, to a hospital. This latest strain is different to the one detected recently in the UK. Security guards at Perth's COVID hotels have been given the power to take down and arrest quarantine breaches effective immediately. The state government ordered an urgent review after a traveller's high profile breakout on the weekend. All guards will now be better trained to deal with high risk situations and more barriers will be in place at all quarantine hotels. With cuts to JobSeeker just days away, leaving millions worse off, there are calls to increase welfare payments for the unemployed. But the federal government says its priority is getting Australians into jobs as it announces more funding to help young people with mental illness. Finding a
2: place for youth struggling with mental illness. Headspace CEO Jason Trethowan says the biggest challenge is getting a job.
1: One in three young people between the ages of 17 to 25 are disengaged from employment.
2: The Morrison government announced a 45 million dollar package to extend disability job services.
1: It's an additional 52 workers in headspace centres across the country.
2: For those unemployed and not on disability support, they face a reduction in welfare payments in the new year. The JobSeeker coronavirus supplement currently at $250 will be reduced to $150 from January 1. Since the pandemic began, the government has spent $17.2 billion on the coronavirus supplement, most of it to recipients in New South Wales and Victoria. 85% 85% of the people who lost their job as a result of the pandemic all had their hours reduced to zero back into the workforce. Areas with the most people still on the dole include Melbourne's outer suburbs, Narry Warren, Meadow Heights and Broad Meadows, Sydney's western suburbs including Fairfield and Ashcroft, tourist locations like Mullumbimby near Byron Bay and some regional parts of New South Wales. The most important thing that we can do as a government is to work with business to create jobs and help people on the pathways into the jobs. Labor says unemployment payments should be permanently increased.
1: This economic crisis won't be over until the health crisis is over.
2: The federal government has always said that the extra payments are temporary, it's reviewing the need for an extension and discussions are underway as to whether the base rate of job seeker should be increased next year. Jennifer Beshwati, Seven News.
0: New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian is warning residents to be on high alert as Sydney's outbreak spreads beyond the Northern Beaches. At least three new cases were reported yesterday outside the cluster zone with fresh health alerts issued for churches and now a shopping centre in addition to that. The threat in Greater Sydney is almost becoming as equal to parts of the Northern Beaches. So I'm asking everybody, everybody across the state to be on high alert. Health authorities are now pushing for increased testing after numbers flatlined, sitting at around 16,000. Two Victorian police officers are recovering in hospital after they were run down, sparking a high-speed police chase through Melbourne. Dashcam pictures from other drivers captured the chase, where it's lucky no one else was hurt. A 27-year-old woman is in custody after the hour-long chase ended. She's accused of driving at the officers, pinning one to a tree and running over the other's leg. The officers are being treated for non-life-threatening injuries. A man has been found alive after falling off a luxury boat in waters off Queensland's Sunshine Coast. The 10-metre vessel ran aground on the northern tip of Bribey Island with no one on board and the motor still running. As light began to fade, a major search began. A 64-year-old was found clinging to a marine beacon off Bribie Island safe and well just after 7 p.m. An electrician has become an overnight millionaire after finding a scrunched up lotto ticket in his glove box. Matt Norton's fly in, fly out Sparky and a winning ticket had been gathering dust for six weeks while he was on a job.
1: Surveying his dream block that he bought with cash. It's pretty good. I thought the real estate thought was a bit dodgy at first. Matt Norton feels like a million bucks because he won exactly that in Saturday Lotto. It is very surreal. The winning ticket was in Matt's glove box. It sat there for six weeks before he checked it. Held up at work because of a cyclone. Matt had a slight inkling after hearing about the win in the news. Just jokingly I said, oh, that's me. And then um, I went back home and yeah, did my chores and then, well, checked my lotto ticket and turns out it was me, so. An overnight millionaire, 34 and debt free. You don't believe it's true. Um, it wasn't until the money hit my bank account, which, yeah, that's when you know you're like, all oh, right. Matt's hoping lightning strikes twice. He's entering the $30 million mega draw on January 2nd with his lucky numbers. You could just help family and friends out. The down-to-earth Perth Sparky still works full-time. Without a mortgage, he gets to enjoy all the fruits of his labour, even with a million reasons to retire early. Jordan Katz, Seven News.
0: The owner of a stolen car has told how he chased the suspects in an Uber through the streets of Adelaide after spotting them in a bizarre stroke of luck. Zane Bird was on his way to work when he saw the accused thieves driving his car, which was taken on Monday night.
3: Literally driving up behind, and I like saw the, like, I don't know my number plate. Uh, I saw my car and I was like, that's mine. And I got out, opened the door and I was like, hey boys. And they like jumped back and were like, F-
0: drive. With the help of the police chopper, they were tracked down and arrested. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. There's been a remarkable story of survival in a remote part of the Australian outback. A ute stranded in floodwaters 50 kilometres from help. Part of the group managed to make it out, trekking 12 hours to alert authorities who sent a chopper in to rescue a father and son.
3: Stuck in the mud in the middle of outback Queensland sits a stranded ute surrounded by floodwaters. On the bonnet, a father, and in the tray, his 10-year-old son both very relieved to see their rescuers touch down. The vehicle became bogged on the remote road west of Mount Isa on Sunday and that's where all five passengers spent the night before three of them set off on foot at 6am Monday, walking 50km to reach Mount Isa Police Station 12 hours later and raise the alarm. The RACQ Life Flight Rescue Helicopter answered the call, locating the pair safe and well. Most importantly, the the father and the young son stayed with the car, had water and had food. The same crew was tasked again hours later after a couple's car broke down in floodwaters east of Burketown. We have some flood warnings issued for Western Queensland at the moment. That includes Cloncurry, Longreach and really large parts of Western Queensland have seen some minor flooding. This is what it looked like from the driver's seat. As outback roads went under. And it's not over yet. The Northwest is gonna see scattered showers and storms for the next few days. Music to the ears of residents in Richmond. Have you ever seen Finally, they have Maclion Seven. News.
0: Former Governor-General Michael Jeffery has been honoured at a memorial service in Canberra. It was held at the Royal Military College Duntroon where his life of public service began. Prime Minister Scott Morrison attended the ceremony as well as former military comrades.
3: Mike, you have an enormous fan club. If it were to go on the internet, Facebook would collapse.
0: Michael Jeffrey was awarded a military cross for his service in Vietnam before becoming Australia's Governor-General in 2003. (laughs) Checking finance now, the Dow Jones has dipped, the Nasdaq also down. In Europe, London's FTSE 100 improved, but Germany's DAX fell closer to home Japan's Nikkei surged to a level not seen since the 1990s Hong Kong's Hang Seng was also up and the All Ords and the ASX 200 both posted good gains on the commodities market gold is trading at 1883 US dollars an ounce oil is 48 US dollars a barrel the Aussie dollar is buying 76 US cents just under 79 Japanese yen and a dollar 6 New Zealand A 6.4 magnitude earthquake has rocked Croatia with reports of dozens of injuries and at least five deaths. The tremor hit about 50 kilometers from the capital of Zagreb, causing considerable damage to homes and buildings. Rescuers are now searching the rubble for survivors. The same area was struck by a magnitude 5.2 quake on Monday. Two people have been injured in Kansas City in the U.S. after jumping from a burning apartment building. Residents were trapped on their balconies as flames and smoke billowed from the top floor of the complex. The roof collapsed as dozens of fire crews worked to control the blaze. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. Australia will be hoping to bounce back after being well beaten in the second test. India comfortably chased the 70 runs needed to square the series at one all. The Aussie batters again failed to fire, none passing 50 in a test on home soil for the first time in 32 years. But Cameron Green at least gave Australia something to cheer about, knocking up 45 runs just shy of a maiden half century. With Will Pukowski and David Warner back training and seemingly on the mend, it seems change is inevitable for the Australian in top order We're for the third test, which Cricket Australia has confirmed will go ahead at the SCG on January 7th. The SCG has been given that green light to host the third test between Australia and India after Sydney's COVID outbreak and subsequent border closures put cricket officials on high alert and the MCG hosting back-to-back tests was considered as a potential backup option. But, of course, the annual pink test will start in Sydney on January the 7th. Sydney Thunder have produced the highest score this season to down the Melbourne Stars by 75 runs, chasing 145 English. Import Alex Hales just needed 21 balls to score the Thunder's fastest ever half century and help them rack up a total of seven for 219, losing the ball in the process.
1: It is going on oh, the roof gone away. Amazing. To the roof and away she goes.
0: And it was a nail-biting win for the Sydney Sixers. West Indies captain Jason Holder smashing 16 runs in the final over to secure a win over the Melbourne Renegades with just one ball to spare. Penrith Panthers centre Brent Naden will be free to train and play for the club from Friday after testing positive to cocaine earlier this month. The 24-year-old was handed a one-month sanction which will be backdated to December 1 when he was provisionally suspended from the game. He will also be required to undertake a drug rehabilitation program. The Lakers' title defence is off to a shaky start after suffering an eight-point loss to the Portland Trail Blazers. L.A. has fallen to two wins and two losses to start the season, but LeBron James was at his dominant best, scoring 29 points, nine rebounds and six assists. Steel, LeBron James throws it down. Meanwhile, Aussie Joe Ingles, Utah Jazz, claimed a thrilling one-point win over Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, not everyone's a fan, but hot cross buns are back on sale well ahead of Easter. Pink lady apples and Cadbury dark chocolate are the new flavours from Woolworths. They are going to hit the shelves today. The hope is a family favourite will bring some early joy for the new year. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low pressure trough is extending from Western Australia to Queensland and northern New South Wales, triggering showers and storms A cold front is approaching Tasmania and is generating low cloud across much of the country's east coast. Around the capitals, a shower or two for Brisbane, 27 degrees, 22 for Sydney and showers, cloudy in Canberra, top of 24, showers and 21 degrees for Hobart, partly cloudy in Melbourne, top of 23, a top of 28 degrees and sunny for Adelaide, a very hot one for Perth, mostly sunny, reaching 38 degrees and the usual showers with a possible storm in Darwin with a top of 31. And that is seven early news for this Wednesday, 30th of December, 2020. I'm Angie Asimus.